From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 319 for the week of July 17th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. And in this segment we begin something that I've wanted to do for quite a while. We start drinking around DCA. Yay! Yay. Around yeah. being the right word for Mary Jo. Around because she <laughs> likes going in circles. I'm just going to leave it at that. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> See, she doesn't even remember. That's she doesn't how much remember she liked now. It. That was okay. So we we're gonna break this down uh, into a couple different segments for California Adventure, and then maybe later on we can talk about some of the these places to grab adult beverages in downtown Disney and also at the hotels. But first off, we are going to talk about the three places, three different places to grab adult beverages at the Golden Vine Winery, which is kind of cool because one of the places just redid their menu and added lots of new, lots of new appetizers and things and some new wines. So we will talk about that. We'll talk about that last, but let's start with, well, let's start with what the, the Golden Vine Winery in, encompasses. Um, four different locations, basically, uh, the Wine Country Trattoria Restaurant. The Mendocino Terrace, the Sonoma Terrace, and the Alfresco Tasting Terrace. And so we'll talk about all of those except for Wine Country Trattoria, which is a restaurant, so we won't talk about that. Um, let's first, let's talk about the Mendocino Terrace. You guys, uh, by the way, Mary Jo and Tony were with me. Isn't it Mendocino? Our... No. I don't know, is it? It's, it's up here we say Mendocino. Yeah, okay. we say Mendocino. Yeah. Well, there's also, and, and in 99% of the world, people say Orleans, but Mary Jo and Tony and I experienced most of this together. Uh, this one I actually, actually experienced by myself, but that's not really sad because I'm at Disneyland. Um, so the Mendocino. It's always better when it's shared, Tom. Think, uh, yeah, it's true. And but it's not when always better when you don't drink alone. <laughs> I, I shared it with, I shared it with the beer. Um, <laughs> So the Mendocino Terrace is next is the is the area next to the Blue Sky Cellar, or what is was formerly the Blue Sky Cellar and might be once again. Um, if you go up the stairs to the restaurant, it's on your right. It's underneath the underneath basically underneath the new Alfresco Tasting Terrace. Uh, it's a wine counter basically. Uh, what what. Describe, Mary Jo, describe the atmosphere there to me. What is it? Maybe half a dozen tables, maybe a little bit more, right? Half a dozen tables. It's got a, um, a stone floor. Yeah. Okay. It, atmosphere, right? I think it's a nice atmosphere. Yeah, okay. it, it, I, when I'm, when I'm there, I feel like I'm in, I'm in the vineyards of California. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like I'm up in, um, the Napa Valley or mm-hmm. something. Now, on, on this, I think on, in this segment today, we probably won't be talking a lot about, how we enjoyed the wine or how we enjoyed the beer because wine and beer is so subjective. You know, when we talk later on about 
cocktails or something like that and want to recommend something to you, but it's kind of hard to recommend wines. Don't you agree, Mary Jo? Oh, yeah. I yeah. think it is subjective. Yeah, especially but, uh, when we you can, have... We so, can still talk we'll about ta- still them. talk about what, what's there. Um, at, at the Mendocino Terrace or Mendocino <laughs> Terrace, there's 46, 46 different wines by the glass, uh, nine different beers. Those are all bottled. Uh, you can also get bottled sodas, bottled water, and sparkling cider. So, actually, I had a beer because I wasn't in the mood for wine. It was the middle of the day, and I probably would have fell in, fallen asleep. The snack that's offered at the Mendocino Terrace, and this is the only thing they offer other than the beer and wine, is the Mendocino Cheese Box. Which is uh, very that's, they're, they're the They're the opening act for global hygiene revolution. Yes, <laughs> yes they are. Okay, so this is in a little plastic, what would be it, maybe 9 by 9 or 9, 10 by 10 plastic box for $11 and you get a nice slice a hunk of blue cheese you get four little cubes of cheddar cheese four cubes of Havarti uh, three little triangles of Parmesan a handful of glazed walnuts and a little small bunch of uh, red grapes seedless red grapes it looks uh, like a really nice little and then of course can I just say that price has gone way up over the years? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, because that oh, used sure. to be a really good deal, and now it's not quite and so much. We'll, t- we'll talk in a little bit when we talk about Sonoma Terrace, but I still think this was a nice $11 snack. Yeah, I would agree. Um, you also, anytime you get something at, at either of these terraces, they give you these Italian breadsticks, the really thin Free! Kind. Free! Yes. So that that made it nice to eat the blue cheese with the with the little breadsticks and things and like that. And you know, that. if you bring in a thing of Nutella, it could be dessert too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, walnuts were really good. Um, the the I I really enjoyed the blue cheese. I enjoyed the Parmesan. I enjoyed the grapes. The Havarti. Eh. Now is that because I, I you don't Havarti like Havarti? Havarti. Well, yeah, I mean, I had to look bland. it up. I, yeah, I had to look oh, it up. No, I thought it was like bland. Monterey Jack or something like that. But Havarti it's bland. It's is good. Not- Unless you throw dill in it, Havarti is just a basic, wow. simple white cheese. It's, yeah, it's, it's kids yeah. like Havarti. I mean, you can slip Havarti in on your child's food and they will not complain. <laughs> I mean, okay, there's just so many places I can go with this one. Yeah. I'm just going to yeah. ignore it. But again, um, the cheese this expert. Really, this is a really nice location. Uh, you you look straight down straight down Route 66. It's a you know, great, you know, a, probably a good viewing for the Pixar Play Parade. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be okay. nice to sit there and watch the, the neon lights come on at, at Raider Springs. And, but, but like I said, the only, the only appetizer or the only snack that's available is this, this little cheese box. So with that, we will move on. To the Sonoma Terrace, which is on the exact opposite of the Wine Country Trattoria. And this is where, for those of you who have, whoever, um, if any of you ever got the World of Color picnic baskets or picnic packages, that's where you picked up those. So it's on the far left side of the, of the Golden Vine Winery area. And this is where they specialize in beer. Uh, so let's talk about let's first let's talk about the the area and the seating and things like that. A lot more shade over there seems like. True. It seemed a little bit more um secluded than mm-hmm. the Mendocino one. Right. 
but not, so, I mean, this not, the atmosphere was just okay. I mean. I liked it. You liked it? Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I liked it. And I, and I like talking to the guys who were serving the beer. They were awesome. Yeah. Yes. Well, just cause Mary Jo is trying to pick up on the young dude serving <laughs> oh, beer. Oh, now we see. <laughs> no, I'm totally making that up. I never saw them talk. <laughs> He's totally making it up. Oh, no, they I'm were trying to pick up, up on Mary Jo. I was making this up. So this is this is the beer side of things. There's 15 different bottled beers uh, from you know every everything you can imagine. Um, nothing nothing's nothing domestic. Well, not domestic, but nothing quote unquote regular. I mean, what you're not going to get regular? you're not going to get like a, a Bud Light or a, or a Bud Light. Yeah, I mean, Minchi? this is all local breweries and and things like that. So it's kind of cool that you can get that. Uh, but again, they are all bottled. There's also they also offer uh, seven different wines by the glass. If somebody in your party doesn't want beer, um, we tried we tried several of them. They're really good. And like I said, the the like Mary Jo was saying that the staff there's really knowledgeable. The cl- class members are really knowledgeable. You tell them what you like, and they recommend a beer for you. Um, and didn't they say that if you didn't like it, you could change it for something else yeah, yeah and i did i i tried one and and he told me that if i didn't like it he was he was at ready because they really want you to have a good experience yeah. and yep. tony now, we what did, were you gonna say we didn't test how much you can drink before you say you don't like it <laughs> <laughs> that's subjective <laughs> yeah yeah so there's there's a little more selection of food here at the sonoma terrace um they have a warm, warm Bavarian pretzel, which I'm not sure how that's different from the Mickey pretzel. It's probably just the shape. Five bucks served with a whole grain Dijon mustard or a spicy honey mustard. We didn't try that. Uh, they also serve the same cheese box, the $11 cheese box that, the, that Mendocino Terrace serves, except they don't call it the Mendocino cheese box. They just call it a cheese box. They also serve a cold cut plate, which is, we did, which, which we did try, which was $12. And in this cold cut plate, there were, I'm looking at the picture, four cubes of cheddar, three cubes of pepper jack, two uh, pepperoncinis, um, I don't know, maybe half a dozen slices of salami, and a, what, it's hard to count prosciutto, but a few slices of prosciutto. Maybe like three or four yeah, it's, slices it's, of yeah. prosciutto. And, kind of, kind of like and then again, we, and then we, again, we get the, the, the breadsticks, which kind of make it a little more substantial, but those are complementary anyway. Um, now, when we say breadsticks, you you know, now looking the, at the pictures because I'm finally caught up. They're they're the, the thin, thin, thin ones. They're prepackaged, so they're yes. prepackaged cracker breadsticks. So let's just yeah. make that's a good way to explain it. Yes, they're they're not crostinis, but yeah, they're maybe ten inch. Really, really thin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, quarter inch. Pencil bread. Pencil bread. Pencil. Yeah. Pencil. Cracker pencil bread size. Stick. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did we think about this cold cut plate, Mary Jo? I think it's um a little overpriced. Yeah. That's a lot overpriced, actually. I, yeah. <laughs> it, I thought it was overpriced, it's overpriced and when I saw what you. <clears throat> well, when I saw what Tom had in the cheese plate. I thought that was a better value than this cold cut plate. Yeah, and I, I agree. And eating the prosciutto with the with the little breadsticks just doesn't do it for me in the salami. So we, we, the salami we zone? The, Did you just say salami zone? 
No, I said oh. so. Oh, I was like, so long. We got the cold cut cool. plate thinking it would be more substantial than the cheese plate. And yeah. then when I went back later and got the cheese plate, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this is better. I, I would recommend one of the pretzels with the beer or the mm-hmm. cheese plate. The cheese plate was really good, actually. And, well, Parmesan, I'm a sucker for Parmesan, so I could just eat the little three cubes of Parmesan and be good. Yeah, but not for 12 bucks. No, 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 not for 12 bucks, no. Well, no, the, but it no, was, it was actually, 11 bucks for the cheese. But Okay, was that with the yeah. discount? Yeah. Oh, yeah you, yeah, you do get your annual pass holder discount on the, on the food portion. Or DVC. Yep. Yes. But yeah, like you said, the the twelve dollar for the cold complete, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend that at all. No. In fact, w- you might want to grab some food from maybe Pacific Wharf and take it over and drink uh-huh. some. Oh yeah. Beer. But like I said, you got a lot more a lot more varieties of beer. Um, great knowledge knowledgeable cast members there. So I I would definitely give I would I would go back to the Sonoma Terrace. I would. Yeah. So yeah. then, we stumbled upstairs. To the, the Alfresco Tasting tell. Terrace. Um, now, if you go upstairs to uh, above the the One Country Trattoria, the left side, which is like the dining side, is overflow for the re- restaurant. Then they were doing the World of Color package and stuff up there. The actual Alfresco Tasting Terrace is over to the right, which puts it directly above the Mendocino Terrace. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, so this, this is a, a new menu and new wines. Um, should we talk about the wines, Mary Jo? There's lots of connections with well, the wines. Yes. Well, as we, I said in the a rapid fire that I did not too long ago. Yeah. It's the Disney family wines, which is really nice. So, you know, first off, we're going to have the Lasseter family wines. And then we have the Chapelet Vineyard, which is Frank Wells, who was, um, Disney's president and CEO for a few years. And then they have the Frank family vineyards and he was a veteran of American entertainment and he was president of the Walt Disney studios for a few years. Was he involved in like TV television or something? Yes. He was a chairman of the television (laughs) um, after the Walt Disney studios. And then you have um, the Fess Parker winery and a lot of us know Fess Parker from his uh, days is Daniel Boone, etc. And there's a, a window with his name over in Frontierland if you want to go see. But um, he also has his vineyards are up in Los Robles. What is it? Los Robles, I think. Paso, which isn't Paso Robles. Robles. Paso, Paso Robles, Robles. Thank yeah. you. Paso Robles, which is they not too far Robles. north of, of L.A., which is nice. And then we have the Fred McMurray, which I didn't know he had... Oh yeah, um, his own vineyard. They've been but doing. We have some wines. I was gonna say they've been doing. Um, they did McMurray um, Vineyard wines when they had the food and wine festivals here at California Venture. So yeah. Oh, McMurray's. They well, need to bring really, those I, back. Thanks for depressing me. Yes, they do. I am I know, they so, do. so sorry, <laughs> Tony. I have burst your ma- little magic bubble like, once again. Is my job. <laughs> First of all, it's not little. Secondly, it is magical. <laughs> <laughs> and third, you have no power and, over it. Oh come on! You've told me I've killed your. You know ma- he does. Killed your and, magic and what else, many times. 
And to continue with the wines, a couple more. We have the Silverado Vineyard, and that's associated with Diane Disney Miller, mm-hmm. what's Walt Disney's oldest daughter. And then we have the Gogi Wines, which is Kurt Russell's wine. And I did a segment on the Gogi Wines, so hopefully you've listened to that or you will. Wait a minute, where did Gogi and come from? Did you, did you Gogi say is that? his nickname. Oh. Uh-huh. It was his nickname when he was a little boy, and um, he couldn't say his name. So he called himself Gogi, and that just—that's a family name for him. Oh, and that's—that's that's his wine label, and he has all of his wines are named after family members. Oh, fun! He has the Goldie Chardonnay, and just really quickly, the Goldie Chardonnay. What's um, kind of special about that one is that it's um, a, proce- a portion of the proceeds for that goes to a charity. Uh, Goldie Hawn has this big charity. And it goes Aww. to that. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. But, um, so you have an opportunity to have these wines. You can have the Those are all wine by the glass. Go ahead, Tom. I'm sorry. You're, you're going to say by glass or by the bottle? By glass or by the bottle. Or you can get a flight. And the flights have different, um, they have the light whites, charismatic Chardonnays, red, white, and rose, which is, I think that's what you had, right, Tom? I think it was, yeah. Um, the perfect Pinots. Of the perfect Pinots, which is what I got because after tasting the Gogi uh, Pinot Noir, I really decided, found out I like Pinot Noirs. Then there's Tour of the Napa Valley, uh, Red Blends, Big Reds, and California Cabernets. So as you can see from the different um, Disney family vineyards, there's a nice variety of and wines you get that you get you it like have. a mix and match of different vineyards. If you get the flights, you get like yeah you know, three different vineyards yeah. usually right. The Perfect Pinots, I had Fess Parker's, um, Fred McMurray's, and the Kurt Russell's Gogi. Right, and I would I would have had the some uh, Kurt Russell, Lasseter, and Frank Family Vineyards. So now they are. What do you think? Four ounce pours. Yeah, looks they're like they're pretty it. decent. Looks like okay. it from the picture. The pricing, I think, is high. It's six goes from sixteen dollars up to twenty five dollars for a flight. No, that's no- is that normal? And that's pretty normal for high end wines. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Okay. You question: know what? Are they really high end? Time. Well, yeah. Kurt Russell's wines go for seventy five dollars a bottle. Okay. Are they? And do they? Are they worth seventy five dollars a bottle? I know nothing about wine, so you I'm know just what? asking. Ask Saucy Could- next time you're at the Napa. <laughs> And you can ask her about the cheese, Another name too. that I have no idea who the hell you're talking so about. So my, my, oh, my red, 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 white. you guys have talked about Saucy before. My, my red, white, and rosé was $25 for three, three small glasses of wine. But the idea is to sit there and savor and sit, yeah. not to. Yeah. And spin around you know, on a chair. And spin around and on a chair. <laughs> now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Please, I right, it's so time really for Mary cool. Jo to share one of the things she said. When we talk about the podcast, we really need to share that one thing you really liked, not the wines, not the atmosphere, was what, Mary Jo? I really liked that my chair spun around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was easy to get down. Are you sure it was the chair that was spinning, Mary that's, Jo? The that's chair. the question. <laughs> Would you have liked that chair three hours before? I mean, like, I really still like this chair. It's a question. I, I probably would have. Well, I didn't. I guess I shocked the guys in just how much I like that chair spinning around. I <laughs> and she actually did spin it. a few revolutions. So, <laughs> so, 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 so,
Mary Jo's Spinning Revolutions is the opening act or the closing act <laughs> to Global Hygiene Revolution. I'm very right. MJ Spinning Revolution. I thought that was the new new attraction at Knott's Berry Farm. But oh, yeah, there you okay. go. Uh, okay, so besides all the multiple wines that are offered, they also offer uh, five different beers and a hard, hard cider, cider. Which is what I got because I don't drink wine. I tried to drink wine. I'm Okay, so for those of you that are like, so well, they probably aren't even listening to this segment because they don't like wine. I'm not a wine guy. I don't get the whole, I taste wood when I'm drinking it. Fine, it all just <laughs> tastes like wine to me. I'm sorry if you love wine and you're listening to it. Complain, that's great. I don't care. I've tried. I've given up. Um, so I had a hard cider, and it was good. It was nothing special, but they hard had beer and wine awesome. there. So, you so you have could um, nothing to be ashamed of for the hard cider. <laughs> oh, I'm just not ashamed. To... No, I'm just um, saying hard cider. I'm more ashamed that I was sitting with two wine drinkers. To be perfectly honest with you, oh. but um, snobby wine drinkers. But um, I um. Tom's a snobby. No, drinker. so you can basically, if you're not a wine aficionado, like I was not. Right, you can still you can still them. go and enjoy it and hang out and do all that. Before so. we get before we get into the food, we should talk about the cast member. He was he was awesome. Yeah, he was I, wonderful. And I think I asked him if he was trained specifically for it. And he, what was his answer? It was he was kind of vague that he liked wine, no. so he did it. He that's why he applied for the job. Was that it? No, he's he knew wine, and that's why he applied for the job. Yeah. and I think he was. He, I mean, he told us in a really nice way. They they wouldn't hire an in a and somebody who wasn't an expert in that yeah. area. And I even tried to have him like explain like, is there any wine that I could get? Like, and and he tried <laughs> and he was explaining it, but I ended up chickening out because then I tasted yeah. theirs and I was like, whatever. <laughs> but he well, really knew his stuff. Here's a question for you: Did he come from any of the other restaurants on property? Did I, he say I think he came he, from the they, Napa or something? You know, because everybody there is a sommelier. No, I think he's been at the at the Alfresco Terrace even before the the update. Way back so he's not, in the day. Yeah, yeah. Sounded it sounded like he had been there prior to the last couple of weeks when they changed over to the Disney Disney wines. That's cool. So let me run through the menu real quick, and then we'll come back and talk about the stuff that we had. Um, quite a quite a, some substantial appetizers available. Heck yeah. They have the. Yeah, they have the charcuterie and cheese board for eleven ninety nine, the that grilled so shrimp, good. grilled shrimp and Spanish chorizo for nine ninety nine, the Frito Misto, which is calamari, mussels, green beans, artichoke, carts, and pepperoni, pepperoncini aioli, for nine ninety nine, uh, classic bruschetta for seven forty nine, aged cheddar risotto bites for seven forty nine, uh, flatbread two ways for nine forty nine. And trio of beef tenderloin sliders for twelve forty nine. So we had the charcuterie and cheese board, the risotto bites, and the beef tenderloin. What do you want to talk about, Mary Jo? Uh, the charcuterie and oh, and we also the had the cheese. shrimp. We also had the shrimp and chorizo. And the shrimp. Take two, yeah. take okay. two steps back and remind us how much the um, the little quote unquote charcuterie. <laughs> Thing was at the other location. The the little plastic box of cheese was eleven dollars. The charcuterie no. and cheese board was eleven ninety nine. Okay, who would want to do that when they could do this? I mean, <laughs> right. I'm looking at no. The that plate. was our point. I, oh that my was our god! Point. Yeah. Look at the, Nancy, the cheese was eleven. 
The cheese was $11 and the meat and cheese was 12 bucks. And this, this is, here, look at what we got here. That is freaking gorgeous. Can you, can you describe it for the listeners at home, Mary Jo? So this is a, on a board, you have, um, gosh, we had blue cheese. We had some, wasn't there, like, I don't know some, what that white cheese was. Some with honey on it, wasn't it? Wasn't there like a some? mild, it looks like you have Gouda or a, uh, or a, maybe a bell cow's. Not a bell cow's, I'm sorry, that's a soft was there, cheese. Was it like brie or something on there? There, um, no, there, oh, there was like goat cheese. Okay. okay yes. Yep, then, there's goat cheese in the back. There's a, something that has, it's a, a white kind of a, um, it looks like a Havarti. It has that same kind of texture. I want to say it may actually be like, no, it was, it's a, more like a Gouda or more like a sheep's milk cheese, maybe? I would, mm, I wouldn't say sheep's milk. Maybe it's more, more, more like a. It, it did taste like between Gouda or Edom. It was a mild, a mild white. There's some Spanish chorizo on there that was delicious. Some green olives, mushrooms, walnuts, um, some. The olives on the left, Nancy. Those are what, like sautéed olives. Those are I, okay. I'm not sure what the black they were ones so, are. We those thought are they were figs, and they were olives. Yeah, it's a dry, it's a dried olive as opposed to a calmata, which is also are those calmatas on the plate underneath yes. the mushrooms? Yes. Okay. And then there's some prosciutto on there, and then they give you instead of these the tiny little breadsticks, they gave us um, bread chips and the bread chips. Yeah, crostinis. One thing I asked is when we ran out of Christine's, would they bring us more? And the answer was yes. So they bring you some that you have and if, if you need more, which I thought was wonderful. Yeah. So this is a, a, a like, we, like we keep saying, it's a way better value than the cheese board. We should have asked if we could have come upstairs, ordered it, and left with it. <laughs> no, take I'm our serious. Beers upstairs, take our beers upstairs yeah. from downstairs. Maybe you can do that. Maybe you could, I would rather take the beers upstairs because I just love the atmosphere up there. We mm-hmm. had views of, we had views of, um, Carthay Circle. I would think that they would Tower. want you to spend your money up there though. Yeah. Well, okay. It's Disney. Is yeah. there any place they don't want you to spend their money? But money you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, true. it's kind of like, would you go to McDonald's and bring McDonald's into another restaurant? Yeah, I would. That's how I roll. <laughs> so, Mary Jo, let's a talk jar about of peanut the... butter and jelly and a loaf of bread. Oh my gosh, Tony! I'm joking, guys. <laughs> let's talk about the grilled shrimp and Spanish chorizo appetizer, Mary Jo. The um, shrimp and Spanish chorizo is that the balls? Has, uh, car- no, no. Okay, it's there. It it's is. Looks like I see it. Plate of I onions. see it. I got it. So it came on a came on a rectangular plate and is served with grilled onions. And lots and lots, lots spend- and lots of grilled onions. Lots of grilled onions, um, chorizo and and shrimp. And Christine's. I thought this was, and the Christinis also. And to me, it was better to serve the shrimp and the chorizo on the Christinis. One of, and that's one of the reasons why I asked if they pro- brought us more because we they don't give you that many with this particular dish. I thought it was good. I prefer the charcuterie. But I thought this was good. I mean, if it's you have a bunch of people and everybody's tasting, I it was flavorful. Okay, my turn. <laughs> Your turn, Tony. I'm okay. For Tony. The shrimp was good. The chorizo was good. 
but there was no way you couldn't eat the darn thing. It it's slippery and it's not like chorizo, like cheap chorizo. It's like the good Spanish, like it's a slice. You couldn't eat it without it going everywhere. Like you really had to work eating the darn thing. That's kind of annoying. Tom, I know you agree. Uh, like yeah, everything just spit out, right? You couldn't you couldn't take a, a crostini and put onion and put chorizo and put shrimp on it and have it because it was more than a bite, but you tried to eat it and the you get all of the all of, you get half the shrimp, all of the chorizo and That's a soft bread kind of dish. That's like having I slices of you. baguettes. Be- because the I issue agree was, with you, Nancy. Yeah, because the issue was, okay, so now we're going to get really graphic. So you could bite through the shrimp, boom, my teeth are through the shrimp. Now I'm at chorizo level. Now I have to kind of squeeze the shrimp, just like, you know, with your teeth, like kind of right. like bite it like you would a piece of salami, but it's thick. But yet, at the same time, you've already crunched through the... Uh, we need to do like a scientific, like <laughs> no. a 3D <laughs> like explanation of the... Um, the bottom, your bottom teeth have already crunched through the crostini, so it's kind of a mess. Yeah. Right, because then you get the slippery onions, and your teeth, your mouth doesn't know what to do with well, those, and those shoot out sideways from the cr- from the yeah. crunchy crust. And, and, and Tom, <laughs> who and has not had onions. a burger where onions have flipped out the side? I mean, you Tom know. Tom and I thought that the onions were there to make it look like there was more than there really was. Like there were tons of onions. Like you would have. You got to, a point. You got a point there. It's there's not no, onions. There's no way you, you could, even if you would put a lot of onions on each one, with each one, you still would have had tons of onions left. Well, right. And it's not, did it say on a bed of onions? Cause that's. I think it did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, as long as it advertises with so onions. you're getting a bed, well, no, it has to say it, on a bed, bed of onions. I don't think it said bed, but I think it said served with. And while we were eating it, the guys were saying, this is really hard to eat. So it's not something that they're coming up with after the fact. Right. They were, we, 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 the food was falling off of the crostinis and stuff. And I agree with you, Nancy, with a baguette, it would have been a lot better. Yeah. It tasted good. It was, yeah. The The flavor was good. Yes. I'm trying to find the, the. Now, they did give us small plates with forks. So if we wanted to eat this, serve this on the plate, and eat it with a fork, we could have done that too. Okay, but then what's mm-hmm. the point of putting it on, having it? Oh, I'm just saying. But no, but you use your forks to. I mean, I could see if you had the bread, but the crostinis. Putting it on the crostinis with a fork is kind of funky. Right. It's not crostinis are not fork food; they're dipping food. All right, so let's talk about the risotto bites. Yeah. Um, balls. The risotto balls. They're. Fried balls. I, I didn't know the difference between the boy risotto and the girl risotto. Uh, but hey, at least it's not a Rocky Mountain risotto. There you go. They—they uh, they are small. They're—they're they're bites. They're bite size. I mean, you're, you're not, not going to get two bites out of these things unless you try. Yeah, really they're hard. pop in your mouth yeah. bites. Uh, what did we count? Maybe seven or eight in there. Yeah. They're served in this cute little basket with a couple of diff- dipping sauces. Uh, kind of the same baskets they use for the fried and pickles. A marinara. Yeah. Sorry, so, oh, yeah, I know. I noticed yeah. that, Nancy. So, um, <clears throat> I thought they were an okay value at seven forty nine. They they were yummy. Oh, wait, that's like now that you think about it, that's a dollar a ball. Yes, that's funny sounding. Yeah, okay, how much do you pay for the little jalapeno biscuits? At uh, oh, way more than that. Yeah. So considering how many of those you get, it's kind of. I mean, are they compare those two dishes? The Carthay's jalapeno b- cheddar biscuit 
thingies, and then these. Because they look roughly about the same size. No, 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 no. These are way smaller. Oh, these are way smaller? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah they were small. Okay, Tom still. But it's a one-bite ball kind of thing. Both of them are kind yeah. of a one-bite, two-bite ball kind of thing. Okay, so maybe they are overpriced, but I, th- I still enjoyed them. I know you liked it more than I know. I, I, you thought they were like really great, and I'm like, okay, they're a fried, cheesy. That's not, okay, I don't. Yeah. yeah, like I've had fried mac and cheese balls. I've had. Mm-hmm. They're like okay, they taste like the same thing, just with some crunchy goodness. I, I wasn't like, oh yeah. Okay. How was their crunchy same. goodness? Really good. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Crunchy on the outside. I'm gonna sound like Tom here. I thought it was average. Okay. For the first can, time, can, I'm thinking it's... We can disagree. This is the first time, though, where you're like, you loved it, and I'm like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> See, I find this interesting, because so. I was on vacation watching you guys do this, you know, listening to you guys doing this through Facebook, you know, oh, look, they're doing that, I'm like stuck out here in Florida, Disney World. <laughs> you poor thing. <laughs> Life is hard. What does Tony say? That's the 1%, 1% problem? Yeah, yeah. I know, it is. It's totally a 1% problem, but I was like... Oh, I would have loved to well, have tried Nancy, all this stuff with you guys. <laughs> well, we, we got to go back because it was really nice. And yeah. this is definitely a type of place that you want to go back. But mm-hmm. I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Okay. So the okay. last appetizer we tried was the well, trio. we didn't finish talking about the sauces. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So there is the garlic aioli mm-hmm. sauce and then the what? Marinara Stam- sauce? Yeah. So marinara. Yeah. So what did you think of the sauces? Um... There's I, your answer. Yeah, no, I mean, I was more interested in the, the ch- yeah. cheesy, cheesy goodness of the. He was more interested in the balls. So could they have stood yes. alone? I was trying to avoid that, but yes. I think they could have stood alone. They didn't need the. They, they didn't, didn't need, need the sauce. That was my question. No. They were tasty. Yeah, I agree. But the, or they didn't need two sauces for sure. I mean, you could have just got to buy with the marinara. Yeah, interesting. And it's a. I don't that's think the a sauce lot of sauce for. For one ball. Um, sorry. I'm not. Um, you, the, it looked like a sauce. lot of sauce. It yeah. looked like a lot. Yeah. That appetizer is it's photoed. Looks like it's got way more sauce than it could possibly have. I mean, you could take yeah. all of those balls and dip them into one of those sauce containers. Hmm. And it would have you coated could. them. I mean, I'm thinking about how my kids <laughs> eat French fries, right? You know, they take the item. They dunk it. And there's, you know, sauce all over the whole thing, and then they throw it in their mouth. You know, that's how they eat french fries with ketchup. So I'm looking at these and going, okay, dunk, that's not even, you know, you've got so much sauce there that how could you possibly use up all that sauce? Crostinis. Okay, so let's talk about the Oh, so you use crostinis in it, I see. So let's talk about the trio of beef tenderloin sliders with horseradish caramelized onion aioli for $12.49. Tony, you want to take this one? Sure. I really liked them, but I always go with the, hey, it's a burger, it's beef, and it's on a Mm -hmm. bun. Yes. Um, I do think, I think we talked that they're probably overpriced. And I thought the bun... Or the roll should have the been brioche. softer. It looks like some yeah, kind of an egg brioche. brioche. Is it officially yeah, brioche? Like, okay, it was a little dry. Thank you. But I don't know if it really was a brioche, but it should have been. Because we know brioche, right. Andrew and I have discussed, make any burger great. Yeah. <laughs> but um, And it wasn't really a... It was a slide and enough with the darn sliders. You put it on a small bun and then... I mean, it's glossy. Slider, but anyways. 
it's, it's it wasn't really ground beef, but um, the, my only issue was like I loved the taste and I really liked them. Was that I thought the bun should have been fresher. And say I wondered about for, that. Four sixteen for a little bitty slider. Yeah, it's kind of pricey. I thought it was the I was my favorite thing, but I like the flavor. Yeah, but it's the the highest price thing on the menu. Isn't that what the Cove Bar charges for their sliders? What is the Cove Bar charge? Tom, you're king of the menus. Yeah, I, I haven't looked lately. Um, let's see. I'll see if I can what, pop that up. What did you think about Amerjo? I really enjoyed them. I don't really eat sliders, mm-hmm. so it had been a long time, and I liked it. Especially they had the the little greens in them also, mm-hmm. so I enjoyed them. I don't know that I would I would have ordered them if I had gone there. That wouldn't be my first choice, right? But I thought that the meat was flavorful. It wasn't dry or anything like that. I agree with Tony. It would have been nicer with a softer bun. Mm-hmm. But as a as a whole, I think I devoured mine. Yeah, I did too. And and I'm I don't. Well, I mean, Mary Jo is pretty exhausted from all the spinning. Yeah, the, so she needs to work out from spinning. I needed more. Chair. I needed more energy. Um, and nor- normally I don't like horseradish, <laughs> but I didn't really taste it that much on this, so it was it was good. Okay, so let's talk about we we kind of scoped out a couple of the other appetizers at the table next to us as we headed out, and we saw the flatbread two ways, which was kind of interesting. They do a like a savory and a sweet flatbread. Hmm. Do you remember what was on there? I don't remember what was on there. I remember it looked good, and the lady yeah. was really enjoying mm-hmm. it. And I think they also had the bruschetta, right? And that was on the the same yes. pristinis we had. Yeah, and we chose that order. Because bruschetta is bruschetta. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure I mean, if there's it's anything, not, but I'm not sure if there's anything else I would have tried. Yeah, the Frito Misto had some interesting things, but it also had calamari and mussels, which I wouldn't eat. What I do like about the Alfresco Lounge is that they have a nice variety of items, mm-hmm. so that people. I think that it speaks to everybody, right? Yeah, you know. The people who like the fish are going to get that. The people who like meat, you know, will get that. And we had we had four different appetizers. Were was that enough food for a dinner? No, because I was hungry right after. Yeah, I, I think we were, we we're both of us were a little hungry after. Did we um, say what? Did we say what age? Is there an age limit to like? Is there a no? Because there was a couple. With their yeah. little son. Oh, yep. that's right. I mean, I kind of felt bad for the kid, but obviously he had the the two. Like you know, this is his. Oh yeah, we're going to wine tasting again. That's just my. That was my character of I'm the little kid <laughs> with the middle aged <laughs> parents that are going wine tasting. I felt bad for him, but he seemed to like that was what they did. Um. So yeah, you could bring kids up there. I okay. would not. Well, yeah, I would. I would feel uncomfortable because that's not, not the atmosphere at all. That seems a very adult place for to me. Um, you know, like it's meant for adults to go enjoy themselves. It's not as Disney-fied. You know what I mean? It's not a... I mean, yeah. I think this kid probably knew wines and could probably talk to me about them. Like he seemed like one of those like mm-hmm. little kids who's a little adult. But um, yeah. that, I, I got a lot of information from just looking at this dude. So anyways... These are all these stereotypes <laughs> I'm making for this poor kid. Um, but um, I wouldn't bring kids because it was very adult, and that was one of the thing we really like. One of the things we really liked about it, how right. And you know, we that talk place- a lot about how 
We talk a lot about how. Okay, this is my, my third try. We talk a lot about how. Pause. I'm gonna keep talking. Um, how like knots doesn't have that same feel. Right. And right. universal, you go and you're like, I'm gonna get a pass, and then by the end of the day, I don't need to come back for a year. Where, like Disney, California Adventure, I would go just for that and have a nice little adult afternoon. Uh-huh. Right. It was a great atmosphere. Mary Jo? I agree with you. I mean, I like Walk Knott's Berry Farm, but this was just really, really nice. It was, we went in the afternoon. There was a little breeze. Um, like Tony said, it was more of an adult themed area. I can see going there more often with friends to go hang out and have a more sophisticated, I guess. Right. Yes. Afternoon. Well, you know, in that place, but like, you could still be in your Mickey hats and all that good stuff, like shorts and t-shirt, and not yeah. worry about it. Right. Well, yeah, that's that's one of the good things about this about the parks is that we're offered such nice venues to to enjoy our time in at California Adventure, more adult time, as as you guys have said. But we don't have to get dressed up. Right. You, you could be at the parks and then just go and. And enjoy. So, or or if you're a husband and wife, or a mom and dad, and you got your kid. Okay, I want a little break. You would have this really nice break, right? Yeah. Well, and as I was gonna try and say, that area when the park opened was traditionally an adult, a more adult place. I mean, the area that the terrace was for was an adult style restaurant. It was extremely good. It was like the flagship restaurant of the park. And so when you kind of think about that, you know, they're just going back to the roots of the original Mandavi restaurant up there. Yes, no? Thoughts? No, I agree with you. I think it's, I think you're right. Absolutely. I mean, I missed it when, I missed it. (laughs) Chef, um, Chef Gloria over at Hmm. the Carthay, that was her restaurant. There we go. Hanging out with the chefs. <laughs> no. Wait, Chef Gloria was there before she went to Napa Rose? Yes. That was her restaurant. I didn't know that. And so, you know, when you kind of think about that, you know, it's kind of a full circle sort of bringing some of the adultness back into so the park that was meant fly. to be there. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad somebody sings instead of me. <laughs> hey. So anything else we want to say about these three terraces, Mary Jo? Go to the good one. Yeah, Sorry. go to the good one. <laughs> Sorry, I, that wasn't Mary Jo, but <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the little cheese platter at the at the. Oh please, that, that you can stick your pretzels in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I well, mean, I think for something quick, Tom's big on sticking his you know, pretzel around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think for something quick downstairs at the Mendocino. Yeah, don't get the nice. don't get the meat and cheese. Get the just get the cheese. Yeah, just get the cheese. Have a beer. Or talk to even the, guys. the beer was nice too, yeah. if you like that. Yep. And then upstairs for a, a more relaxed, get a bunch of little appetizers. And I agree with the guys that I don't think it's good for dinner. But sometimes you have a big lunch, right? And you just need a you just need something a sneaky snack. And yeah, and and this is just a really nice opportunity to, to have some downtime and just enjoy each other's company in a beautiful setting. There you go. And for our listeners, you don't need to make a reservation, right? You can just go up there. You just go up there. We just yeah, we just walk right okay. up there. And for, was, I mean, 
For our list- How many think it say, sat 50? Not even, right? No, I don't think it's sat 50. No, it's more intimate than that. More intimate than that. So. All they needed was the smooth jazz. <laughs> oh, and just okay. So upstairs, you had a lot of regular size tables like that sat four people, but you also had some tall tables with those stools, which is where the why ones that I spin, like spinning. Yeah. Yes, spin because your feet don't touch the ground. Tony, <laughs> well, you know what? I've heard that in Fantasyland they're going to bring those chairs and make them into a ride. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but it's not the same. I won't have. Fantasyland doesn't serve wine. Wine, okay. So you're and right. and just 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 to bail Mary Jo out, she only drank what a, a glass and a half of wine. So yeah, and Mary I think Jo can drink a lot did, more than that. <laughs> I know. I think she legitimately just liked the spinning of the yeah. chair, but we weren't going to let her let that go when we were supposed no, gosh, when we were no. drinking wine. Oh my gosh, it was like a, a golden opportunity. And then one more thing besides the, the tables, they also have a set of, um, like a love seat with a couple of easy chairs and a, and a coffee table for people who want to go and spin, sit there and enjoy. <laughs> Except that spin in a different way. But the view on that is, yeah, you're kind of in the hallway well, entrance and you can't really see anything. Yeah, yeah was, there is no view. Yeah, there. there was no view on the on the couch and love but, seat. But. Yeah, but some people by. They just want to go and talk and yeah. whatever, and that would be nice for them. That's not. I typically don't like to sit in couches myself because you can't spin. I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like the spinning. I like the table better, but that's just. An, and they only had one setting where you could sit like that. The rest were the, at the table. So, all right, excellent. Nice. So that is drinking halfway drinking around DCA. We'll finish DCA in the coming weeks and let you know more about that. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, everyone. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.